Hello, hello, and welcome to Konichi Value, the podcast where I, Ray Saito, talk about the greatest and latest news that are happening in Japan. Today, we're going to talk about inflation, and specifically Japanese inflation. You see, the Japanese yen has dropped over 30% to the US dollar in the past six months. But the country still manages to have an inflation of only 2.5%. This is insane when you think about the rest of the world, where inflation is everything from 10% to 80%, depending on which country you look at. Why is this? How can Japan, with such a fast-dropping currency, still have such a low inflation? Find out. In today's episode of Konichi Value. So as I said in the beginning of this episode, inflation in Japan is only 2.5%. Let's say you get paid in US dollars in Japan for whatever reason. If that's the case, from eight months ago, Things here have gotten almost 30% cheaper for you at average. Think about that. That is crazy. When you consider that in the United States right now, inflation has been hovering around 10% and is now down to around 8.5%. So basically, in the US, the dollar is losing value every day, but in Japan, it's actually going up in value. There's more things you can buy now in Japan than at the beginning of the year if your salary is in US dollars. To add to the craziness, central banks that basically exist to fight inflation have been rapidly increasing interest rates all over the world and letting go of quantitative easing or printing money. Meanwhile, the Bank of Japan is still printing money like mad and has refused to increase its negative interest rate. You see, there are countries that do the same strategy right now, like Turkey, for example, and they have an average inflation rate of 80%, yes, 8-0, yearly. So, how is Japan defying the laws of physics, the laws of inflation? Well, first off, 2.5% inflation sounds very moderate, especially compared to other parts of the world. But for Japan, it's very, very high. You see, this country has had zero inflation for 30 years. And even with today's high, quote-unquote, inflation, Japan yearly have had an average inflation of only 0.3% in the past three decades. However. Japan is definitely not immune to prevailing global inflationary forces. I mean, it is an open economy after all. And high oil prices and supply shortages are definitely being felt by people. Energy prices here have gone up a lot since the beginning of the year. And we have seen corporations and households reacting to these forces. But... After these decades of economic stagnation and deflation, Japanese consumers are extremely resistant to paying more for anything. And Japanese businesses seldom try hiking prices. 
there's a story of a famous isakaya chain that decided to raise their prices by 5% a couple of years ago. And they lost over 20% of its consumer base. Basically, all around Twitter and social media, people were outraged. This is how price-sensitive Japanese consumers are. Another factor that helps companies to keep their prices stagnant are that wages have barely grown in the past 25 years. This is a sharp contrast to economies like the US, where businesses usually directly pass on higher input costs to customers, who in turn, almost directly, seek higher wages. This explains why Japan's core inflation remains so low, staying in negative territory until recently. I have a graph in front of me showing the real wage growth in different parts of the world, where we can see, for example, the US and Canada having a wage growth of more than 25%, and Germany, France, and UK around 18%. Compare this to Japan's wage growth since 2000, which is 0.4%, basically zero. To help with having stagnant prices is that Japanese labor markets are very different compared to these countries. You know, Japan has a shrinking population, which should in turn mean that the labor market is very tight, which it is in Japan. However, because the way companies are set up where you almost never switch jobs and in return the companies will give you job security, a good pension, etc. This has made the job market extremely unflexible. So whatever salary you end up with when you start a company, that salary usually gets higher by a specific percentage that's decided beforehand until you retire. However, inflation might be coming to Japan after all. As I said before, the spikes in energy prices, commodities and the supply chain shocks have made Japanese people much poorer in reality. This has led to some people speaking out and demanding higher wages. And in fact, the Japanese government has actively gone on record saying that they need the Japanese biggest unions to demand higher wages for its stakeholders. This is very unique because this has not been said before. It has been encouraged, but now the government is taking a firmer stance to help unions demand higher wages something they have not been successful at for the past 30 years. On top of that, many companies have started announcing big price hikes. This has been dubbed the summer of price hikes and the cost of over 3,600 food and drink items are set to rise. Even though emerging inflammatory forces have ended decades of deflation in Japan, which can be seen as a good thing as Japan's stagnant economy is now growing a little bit faster and people are willing to talk more about wage hikes. This still could be a temporary shock from the COVID crisis and the Ukraine war. And it might not be enough to pull Japan out of its deflationary trap. I really hope it does. Because I think it's necessary for people to demand higher wages 
and for companies to be more flexible with their pricing so that they can be more competitive and adapt to the reality we live in where goods always change in price and where people should get a higher salary depending on the inflation in the country. However, I'm still quite negative. And in one year from now, when inflation probably have calmed down, we might see Japanese people and companies reverting back to their old ways of no inflation and no wage growth. With that sad note, I would like to say thank you again for listening to the Konnichi Value podcast. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Goodbye.